The views expressed on this podcast belong to the Black Cinematic Universe and are not affiliated with or influenced by any other entity. It is intended for all adult audiences. We are just a few brothers trying to offer our unique perspective on topics that we all love. Those topics include movies, shows, and content related to comics, sci-fi, and pop culture, as well as anything else that may come across the radar from time to time. We have a lot to say about the world of entertainment, and we want to make you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am JDIV and the squad is with me. Big Life, you ready, man? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, ready. James, you ready, man? Yeah, let's get it. Nothing wrong with being number two. Hey, I I, I gotta keep you either one or number two. I gotta keep you one or two. <laughs> We're doing number two. I ain't never, I ain't never been one. That's why I said. That's why I figured I started off. I was gonna start off with Rob, but I figured that was dangerous. Yeah, I heard you uh, say Roth. Oh, that confused me. And okay, and the only person that has not spoken yet, John, you ready, man? I'm good, man. Let's get it going. He just waited patiently for his turn. So he was last, or I was last. I still ain't do you, but whatever. Oh. Shout out to Dane. We met, we missing Dane again. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. is Shout Dane? Down on the front line. Oh, I know exactly where Dane is at, man. You know, ben I don't know if he went his business out there. Nah, man, he got caught. You know. Last Friday for stealing boxes on his day off, man, and uh, he owed big worm money. And uh, you, we know him as C. Riley, but Craig, you might know him as Craig. You know, has an issue with Devo, so we keep him in our heart. Shout out, Dane. Is <laughs> that like he in a bad place? Then he, he ran from Big Worm. <laughs> right. But it's the only time I'm gonna call you this. Shout out to Big D. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, so, yes, please never do that again. Of, yeah, that didn't even feel. I was trying to make it like, yeah, no, nah, you're right. Don't ever do. He that could be again. little D. That's even worse. It is oh, medium D. Yeah. Just stop. Literally, right, just stop. All right. All right. Yo, but before we start, we have to take a second and take a breath. Yo, we lost another legend this past week, man. DMX, fifty years old. So unfortunate, man. Super unfortunate. I, I, I could tell y'all a true story. Y'all have any DMX stories? Mm-mm. Nah. Yeah, uh, one day my, my father called me and he was like, uh, somebody wants to speak to you. I was like, yeah, all right. And he was like, uh, here. And he was like, yeah, hey, Robert, you know, stay, you know, positive, do good. You got a good pops here. And I was like, was that really DMX? He's like, yep. And it was DMX. He actually took the time out to say my name and he called me. Why he didn't call me. Make the connection. Make us make us understand why DMX would have called your dad. And make no, us no, no. understand. And no, no, he ran into he ran into him. <laughs> no, no, he, he he ran into him and saw him outside somewhere. He like told he you ran somewhere where? He told you to do good, bro. Yeah, in, in Miami. In Miami. Right. Okay. And make us understand why DMX sounds like Mr. T. That sounds like Mr. T. Are you serious? Yes, it does. Oh, before we go any further, who is the guy from the truth? What's his name? The truth. Cat, what the, truth? The, the, the black Captain America. Oh, he mean Isaiah Brad, um, Bradley. I got the, the Isaiah Bradley. The, the comic book. Yep, I'm going to be the next Isaiah Bradley. I trust yeah. me on that. 
and I've been practicing. I am the truth. I am Isaiah Bradley. Don't you play with me. Oh, now he's one of those kids. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was the truth. Oh. Nah, so man, I, but DMX, man, that was definitely like one of my favorite rappers. Like I, you know, it's so many like talented greats that did, you know, came through hip hop. But just when I was growing up, that was just like the guy, man. Yeah. But yeah. DMX made me, listen, DMX was, I remember I had to do a paper on mental health, like my freshman year of high school. And when I found out, I mean, when I found out that DMX was on like every list of every mental health thing, I was just like, I mean, he's functioning. I mean, now granted, X was on crack the whole time, but still, when he was functioning and when Allegedly. he was like, he was just from that on, I was just like, that's what made me a like, that's what made me a DMX fan. Cause then everything found, everything was different. You know, like when you find See, you out- so you young. So like <laughs> we, we didn't get that till way later. If you older, yeah. you saw his introduction and rise to fame and him at his peak, not knowing any of that. Yeah. yeah. We saw him like when Swiss Beats dropped a beat, and he was pressed to hear it. It's like, oh, yeah. Swiss Beats coming out. Oh yeah. Like that. He was he was the man. He was definitely the man. Too. But I- then, but then, you know, just this just in terms of like our podcast like he was he was a good actor like he, he was man you know i don't know that he did the greatest movies but like for somebody to just jump out there in belly yeah and do such a great job he just was a natural at being him you know yeah that's what everybody Cradle to the grave was he was good in that too yeah that's tupac tupac had a song cradle to the grave not dmx it was a movie about the movie dog called cradle to the grave i edited that out i made a mistake <laughs> Yeah, man, nothing could get you hyper than DMX when it comes yeah, to like, bro. you know, right before a game or mm-hmm. working out or whatever it is, man. If you want to run and you got DMX, man, you finishing that joint. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about his energy. And he's one of the few. And, and you know, I guess it's a, um, a matter of opinion. But like DMX's live performances actually translated so well, um, like his music did, like there's a lot of rappers that you see live and it just doesn't mm-hmm. translate the same yeah. as it does when you're listening to it, you know, in your headset, yeah. but like DMX live, man, that energy was still there, man. He was always clear. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been having my DMX play through my playlist through like being in the gym this week. Mm-hmm. And you still, like you said, Jay, still give you that shot of energy, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah that wow. Lincoln park, they can pull you through. If Bro, anybody hey. Watched it. Rough Rider, Rider Chronicles is really good. Like, yeah, it really starts at the very beginning and goes through everything. Um, yeah. They don't give you so much about Eve, like in her background, but like they even cover, they cover most of the artists and just like focus a lot on DMX stuff. And I learned a lot that I didn't know about DMX. Sad man, he had documentary life. Yo. X X had so much energy. Like X was just so he was so special. His energy was so special that even when he prayed, like you were just like, it it, it gave you goosebumps a little bit. Like Buster Rhymes got that same energy in concert. Yeah, Buster Rhymes has that 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 same thing. But I'll say this: like DMX, let's just say after his first three albums, let's just say if he had passed away like Pac and Biggie did. (laughs) 
He would have been, been up there. there. He'd have been up yeah. there. Yeah, he'd have been, been up there. We would have looked at him like, you know, like we kind of yeah. put them in sort of this revered space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish him and Jay Z would have done the, the verses. That'd have been nice. Yeah, uh, but yeah, sad I mean, man. And then the worst right. part is that the worst part is that it happened because he OD. Like that's he had a heart attack. Like, yeah, but he had a heart attack because he OD. Allegedly, like it's but it just it just goes to show that like people like people don't ever consider like people. People that say, oh, you know what? Like, what does this person have? This person has all their money. Like, when they, when, you know, a lot of people look at addiction like it's just something, oh, well, just stop. Just do this. Just do that. And he was an example of somebody who fought, you know, he fought, he battled with that. Yeah. Yeah. If DMX was here right now, you know what he'd tell you? Get off his nuts. Let's start the show. Okay. Never using transition. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> hey, listen, that, that clearly purpose. He wanted to get us out of that, and he got us out of that. He could have done it. He could have done it in a much better way, but this is the way that it was done by Rob. So, yeah. with that, James, hit him with the news. I guess uh, first on the list, uh, our boy Lakeith Stansfield um, is playing um, Yasuke or Yusuke, the first African um, samurai in an upcoming uh, Netflix anime series. Um, it looks good. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see the preview or if y'all are in the anime, but uh, tell me what you guys think about that. Um, um, it doesn't look bad. I don't know why I, I kind of expected it to look a little worse than it did. So... I like anime, so I'm excited about this really because, you know, the only real black anime we had that was just major, major was Afro Samurai, and that was, you know, that was pretty much a a spinoff of the Boondocks. Yeah, but Boondocks, you can't forget the Boondocks. Yeah, I like the Afro Samurai a lot. I don't know if this is going to feel a lot like that one, uh, being that it's, again, trying to introduce a black samurai into the you know sort of japanese lore of, of, of samurai but i'm gonna definitely check it out um i'm not really into anime i'm i'm, I'm kind of hit or miss like if something is good like a movie or something like that like they, they did that batman anime and uh <laughs> this is my thing with anime it always looks good but the stories right. can be trash so i think yeah. that'll be yeah, the stories are the best part but they it <laughs> takes so much for you to pay attention to them though right and that's the they thing do. they'll drag out a story especially if it's a series so you have to like dedicate time for a lot of the animes to kick off yeah. what's interesting about this is that it's based on a true story um so yeah. it's interesting to kind of see some historical reference to one of the greatest samurais and the fact that he was black so it looks like they're making it more fun and modern day and action-packed, but having that historical reference, I think, is going to be an interesting piece of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died a horrible death, too. I read it on YouTube. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you read it on YouTube. <laughs> you read it on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> man, that's the new books. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, moving on, um, I don't know if, if y'all had a chance. We we talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago or um, in, in the news before the series Them on Amazon Prime came out. And again, we looks like it's very similar to um, um, Love, Lovecraft Country and, and some of those like historic horror black um, shows, horror shows that have taken place throughout time. 
Um, did any of y'all get a chance to check it out? And what do you think about um, Lena Waif's first uh, production on this level? So Lil Marvin, first of all, let's get a let's get a guy that's credit again. He is the writer. Um, and I guess I think he's the even the lead producer of the show. Um, I've got an opportunity to check out the first two episodes and I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm gonna jump all the way out the door, out the window. I actually thought it looked it, it, so far as better than Lovecraft, in my opinion. The writing is uh oh a little bit more grounded um series, not all a little mystical stuff. But again, I'm only two episodes in, so I don't know where it may diverge. Um and I know we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago with Dane and, you know, some of you all said, you know, I don't know if I want more of the same. We've seen all this all already and it might just get tired. And Dane said, look, I'm here for it because I've seen uh, multiple versions, excuse me, of other people's, you know, content. And I would say that it feels different. I mean, you, you get the similarities of us and Lovecraft because of, you know, the timing of it, but it, it does have its own little niche to it. And um, I don't know. I think the acting has been great. You know, you know, that's big for me. And the writing has been really good so far. So I'm definitely content with what I've seen. Um, I think Love made a point also during that conversation about just, you know, being over it, seeing black folks depicted in that way, the struggle and what they go through. And uh, some of those feelings rose up a little bit because it is sort of like, come on, man, it's, a, it's enough that we got to look at the horror side of it, but now you're going to include, you know, this element as well. And it, it, it is tough to watch uh, because you think about two things. Like one is the, the horror side, which is just a made up story. But then the other side is these are, these are real things, real experiences that black people, you know, who were migrating to the North and the West and Midwest went through. It was enslaved. You know? and, so, and so I think that's the, that's the tough part and challenging part of it. It's not an easy watch, uh, but I definitely think it's really good so far. Yeah, I agree. I got a chance to check out just like you a couple episodes. Um, I feel I, I feel like similarly about it being somewhat different than what I expected, even though it's like, you know, a period of the 50s and, you know, sort of seeing a black family, you know, integrating into an all white neighborhood and sort of dealing with like ostracism and, you know, obviously being the outcast. But just some of the elements that I don't really even understand what's going on now. Um, and it's pulling off the horror pretty good. Like it's, it's, it's pretty intense. Like um, I love the wife, Deborah Aorende. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen her in a couple of things before, but I like what she's done so far through the first couple episodes. Um, I actually don't, you know, Shahadi Wright Joseph is the, is the older daughter yep. that they had. And she comes right from us. I just, I don't know. I just didn't think that was a good move. Like it to draw the parallels might've been a marketing thing mm -hmm. uh, to pull in the audience and make them see that association. But like, I think this thing would have stood, stood on its own and, you know, they've been marketing it pretty well. So I'm yeah, excited man. to watch more of it and see where this, this journey takes us. James, have you seen any of it yet? No, I haven't had a chance to check what? it out, but uh, it's interesting. Uh, well, I mean, it was my birthday yesterday, everybody. Spoiler alert. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Big J. And he went to some fancy restaurants. Day, but did y'all see the, um, it was a, a article in the LA Times that I read that was depicting some of the horror and spoiler alert for those that haven't had a chance to check it out. Um, apparently it's like episode four or five. There's like, they're saying one of the most graphic, you know, scenes. And I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's hype. 
But I'm curious to see if it's going to go in that way where they're saying um, the the violence that's de depicted against black people in it is probably one of the most graphic that they've seen or something along those lines. So that might be something interesting mm -hmm. to keep an eye out for once we get a little further into the series. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I hadn't I hadn't heard that. I'm be honest with you. I, I differ from what Corinthians say because um, I think they should always leave that type of violence there. Just like you always see to this day, you hear about Nazis, so you never forget about you know the Jews past, the Jewish people past, and I, I think that's very important that we always have that in the forefront. What happened to us? Mm. Hey. I don't know about y'all, but like you need it. You need well, it. Even yeah. the, the Captain America has Nazis. Yeah, I was just going to say um, that, like generational trauma is a big thing in all communities. And I think that's sort of what Rob is hitting at here is that, you know, unless you sit and talk about it and understand it and understand your history, you know, you don't really understand why you're moving a certain yeah. way, behaving a certain way. Right. I mean, a lot of it is which, on account to yeah. a lot of the things that we experienced in our past even though you may not have directly experienced it, you know, like yeah. you would think, so whatever happens at the end of this, these children will have been impacted by going through that experience with their parents and they'll pass that on, you know, whatever behaviors are developed out, yeah. out of that, they'll Which pass is, those, those behaviors on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. And a lot of times you get to a place where you're doing something and you just don't even realize, well, why am I doing this? You know, why do I mm -hmm. think this way? Why don't I have yeah. such a high level of paranoia? Yeah. Why won't I take a wow. vaccination? Right. So when, when you think about those things today, you start to realize and understand what that's rooted in. And a lot of people just think, oh, you just being ignorant. Well, nah, actually no, you being ignorant because yeah, you really don't right. understand what I've been through and what my history yeah. says. And this is, is why I can't sit down at the table and, and enjoy a piece of pie. And I'll just leave yeah. that there until yeah, you guys just call it. But yeah. I, I actually also want a little diversity in the entertainment. Like I just don't want us as black entertainers to that be our only genre. Like yeah. for so many years we had the slave genre and that was all that got Oscars for. I want a variety in our entertainment. So I hope that, you know, every um, movie or show that stars a black person doesn't have to deal with that every episode, but we'll see. I think the more creatives we get out there, the more um, variety and story we're going to get. Yeah, but, it's like the, with the calculated women, they had a good one. That was a, that was a movie about black women. That was a good it's note. Yeah, thing, but it was, was also struggling. them dealing with dealing with yeah. yeah, it was them dealing with racism. Damn. So like I mean I, like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know, sort of being a historical, you know, stance that reminds people of what really happened. And you know, it's important for us to not forget that. But at the same time, I'm also dealing with fatigue, man. Like because of so much stuff that happens in real life, my yeah. brain is just like fatigued from seeing real people being brutalized and killed or dealing with racism. And then now in the show that I'm interested, I'm seeing the same thing. Right. Mentally, I just want to have a break where I can also celebrate, you know, blackness and see great blackness and, and right. in those like, you know, shows or movies. Yeah, Law, I'm gonna buy you some baby oil. That'll help take your mind off things. No, thank you. I'm all right. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Rob and his uh, love baby of baby oil, oil. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is rumored to be interested in producing Man of Steel too. Um, this is kind of like right off the heels of the news we had last week, where he wanted to continue the Snyderverse and not use the um, Justice League original movie as the the canon for 
Black Adam that's coming up. Uh, what do you think about that? Um, do you think him producing Man of Steel 2 might have some influence in actually getting it greenlit? Let me, let me oh. No, but I think it is influence. Like he's pushing buttons and yeah. pu- pulling leverage to do some things with this Snyderverse and like these other Justice League characters because I think he wants Black Adam to benefit from it. Yeah. Right. I just don't know if The Rock really makes moves the needle as a producer. You know, I, I think the- if anything, it's just him throwing his muscles around. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. He got a lot of money to throw around, too. So yeah, but, yeah, that being, yeah. like, with that in mind, you can tell, like, if he if they really wanted to do something, if he said, okay, I'll put some, I'll put enough money up, it would help them change their tune. But can we stop and talk about what this actually means? This means Dwayne The Rock Johnson, a person who Rob loves to see rubbed in baby oil with his shirt. No, no, just shirtless. He got to be shirtless. Cowell, in Man of Steel 2, yes, which is which is the sequel to his favorite movie, to be on screen taking his shirt off. Like <laughs> Rob is over here. Like no, 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 not like that, man. It's just inspiration. It's inspiration. But I, I feel like uh a producer, I really don't have an understanding of producers. Producers find investors. So it's confusing to me at times what a producer actually does. You know, so uh you know, even like you say, uh, uh, you just got to again, we, we, we keep encouraging you to read. So do you, do you gotta, understand what a producer, like, I don't know yeah. what a producer, think about it. You know what the best does. thing to do is, is say, hey, man, they mentioned producing in the run sheet. Why don't I look it up before I start recording? <laughs> <laughs> got this thing called Google. Right. And I can just put in producer what? so it can just help my responses. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just, in my mind, a producer and, and, stands and, behind a director. That's in my mind. It's a producer. And guess what, Rob? Before before we started recording, you talked about how YouTube is the new reading. It's not, but it is for you. So it you is. can actually Google. I mean, you can search producing in YouTube, and I'm sure there's a nice video for you that yeah. explain what it is. Yeah, because producers they find investors. Suge Knight produced oh, Tupac. They don't. A producer, oh, they don't a producer no. does. Suge Knight do produced Tupac. I am more than that. A producer. Yeah. This is a movie. Uh, they orchestrate everything. They select different key staff. They they make sure it stays on budget. They are, you know, basically he, running he, the show. The and money. oftentimes they might put their own money up. Yeah. See, they not they may you. not necessarily need investors. They may put their own money up. Put yeah. this on YouTube so it could be a new book. He just so James. Us. What what's AV man? How you feel about this man? You missed the CW slash all things DC. You happy about this or you can? I know that's one of the reasons going. y'all put me in charge of the news. It was lacking enough CW discussion, so we're gonna have to infuse <laughs> a little bit of Superman <laughs> and Lois <laughs> and Kung Fu, which just came out, which is pretty terrible. But what? Which, which oh, is wow. my guilty confession, James. I have to. I have to confess to y'all. Oh, say it. I really like Superman and Lois, man. <laughs> Good action. I, I, it pains me to say it, but I do. <laughs> Oh. And dude isn't a bad Superman, man. He looks sinister, but like he does a good job. Man. Yeah, I, I think this is a good thing for somebody that wants to see a Man of Steel too and wants to see Harry Henry Cavill continue as Superman. Like any influence you can have, um, especially publicly, somebody like The Rock. It seems like WB moves in those directions, man. If they can get like a little public outcry and they can get celebrities stepping up to say, "Hey, this is what we want," they seem to be influenced by that. 
Now, mm-hmm. I don't know who the director of Man of Steel 2 would end up being, but having The Rock saying he's willing to get behind the scenes and actually either put money up or find investors to get Man of Steel 2 greenlit, um, it's good to just keep that in the news and keep WB thinking about, hey, here's a property where we might be able to make money. Mm-hmm. If The Rock is interested in it, maybe the public will be too, you know? I mean, he's so influential. He would have had Jason and Hobbs, that movie that came out. And yep. that was, yep. he yeah, was that he, sure. he did the same thing to get Statham. that movie. He got that movie done by yeah. doing the same thing. And Tyrese was mad at him about it. <laughs> but yeah, like maybe that's the experience that he felt like worked in his favor. And he feels like he can do it this way as well. Like I'm, I'm one of those people that raised my hand when you said that, James. Like I'm very interested in Man of Steel too. And however yes. we get there, I'm cool with it. Um, I just don't know why WB is so interested in fan outcry when fans don't like something but then when we crying and clamoring for something we want to see they just ignore the fan outcry (laughs) so like you got the rock putting a stamp down on it you building up black adam like i don't understand it yeah and um ryan reynolds did something similar with deadpool so you know you can garner that interest and kind of get the studios to look and think about it man somebody Potentially in Warner, if you can get somebody on your side that can go to the studio heads or you convince one of them, you know, you start having these meetings and, you know, map out the budget. And if they think it's profitable, they'll do it. So, hey, as long as we on here making confessions about shows we like, whenever, uh, what's it, Tuesday, Thursday night, TNT, NBA games, if you leave the TV on TNT and you wake up in the morning early and turn it on, it's a show that comes on that I actually watch sometimes. James Charmed. Charby knows what it is. Charmed. 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 <laughs> Charmed. <laughs> no way. No, James knew the answer. Place. How did you know the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Bruzies, Captain. Like a bad Piron film or something. I'm just like, let me check what's gonna happen at the end of this. So, charmed, man. Y'all should check out. Apparently, they run it like every season, every single morning, like until it finishes and they restart that that show. I don't know how he got that show to run on TNT, but it owns TNT at like five or six in the morning, whatever that is, Eastern Time. Yeah, old school CW. Also in the news, uh, Chris Hemworth and um, who's Thor and our, our, our buddy Russell Crowe are rumored to be talking about producing a, a Gladiator 2 film where um, Hemsworth will play Maximus's son. Um, I don't know if Ridley Scott will be um, involved in it, but um, I don't know what you guys think, but I'm interested in this. Um, any Gladiator fans in the group? That was a really good movie. Why didn't you use Captain America to play uh, to play his son? Ain't that his actual son? Chris Evans, Chris Evans is uh, Russell Crowe's son. No, the, oh. the, the the one from the the series. What's his name? Uh, from the from Hawkeye. Nah, nah, and, um, what's his name? That's his son. Nah, you thinking Kurt and... Russell? You thinking Kurt Russell? Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Kurt Russell. My fault. But, I'm robbed today, ain't funny. I? Nigga, yeah, Russell but Crow funny. And Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe could have gotten Henry Cavill, who he was his father as Superman. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, Hemsworth might be our new guy. Like he's the closest thing, I guess, to The Rock or another action superstar out there. Like he seems to be kind of going in that lane. So I'm here for it. Like I hope he yeah. continues to push his uh, career in this trajectory because I liked Extraction. I kind of like some of the movies that he's been rumored to be involved with. Um, and if Gladiator is one of them, Rob, you have Thor shirtless too, man. So I'm sure you're here for it. I, Inspiration. I'd much, much rather see a second 300 
before I see a second Gladiator. Yeah. It was a no, second 300. Yeah, it made a second 300. It was called Oh, Infinity yeah, that was Man. trash. I'm sorry. Infinity Man was good. Already. You, yeah, was you were good. right. They did. I would rather them redo 300 and remake that before I see another Gladiator. I, mean, I just don't was, see the storyline connected. I'd rather see Gladiator than another 300. Like, I mean, the, the second Gladiator won't be as good. This is going to suffer from the plot. And y'all know yeah, it. Y'all going to be on here telling me, wait a minute. Y'all going to be on here telling me, John, you should just went into it looking for the fights. Don't think the plot is nah. gonna make any sense whatsoever. Gladiator and that's what the conversation is about. Are two different things. Like <laughs> ain't never been a good Godzilla <laughs> where there's plot and writing involved. So, yeah. fund- fundamentally, when I see when I think about these sequels that come out 25 years after the original, it's just a big disconnect for me. Like, like even thinking about coming to America and that coming out, it's like you 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 don't really lose the fans of the original. But if you don't deliver and it doesn't connect well enough, it's like, what was the point? Like, you might as well have just kind of made something else that really follows maybe a gladiator, but it's more recent and it's just a fresh take on a story. Um, and, and then looking this up a little bit, it does seem like Ridley, Ridley Scott is very passionate about his involvement with the sequel that they put out. Not saying that they owe him that, but I know he's been trying to make sure it happened since the original came out. To your point, Lob, I think it does a disservice to the original film, right? So, like, my younger sister, who's younger than Jay, has not seen Coming to America, at least not in its entirety, right? It's one of the things she's probably seen piecewise here and there and probably not set through the entire film. But we sat and watched Coming to America with her. And I could tell at the end of it, it was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going back and watching Coming to America because this yeah. wasn't that good, right? right. So it's right. sort of like blew it for her. I'm like, nah, man, you shouldn't have done this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. really should have just watched the first one. We shouldn't have subjected you to this. We had no idea, though. We thought it would be better. So now when anybody makes a comment about Coming to America, she'll probably be that person in the circle like... Uh, nah, I saw that before. It, it wasn't really good. You know what I mean? That was really your fault bad. for not like, for not watching it the um the original in sequential one. order. Yeah, coming yeah. to America <laughs> one and then, then two. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I had actually all just watched the first one and then she literally showed up at our house and we were yeah. getting ready to start the second one and it was like, well, you here now, so you gotta sit through this. But yeah, it really does do a disservice and a disconnect for people who can't. To have the same appreciation for the original version. I'm, so I'm trying to think if there has been a version of a movie that's been that far separated that has been good. Um, I like the new Blade Runner um, that they made, but I don't think it was a big hit. But I'm just trying to think, like, no, has there hasn't. been something where you know you've been able to follow up? No. Yeah, Ro- Robocop wasn't as good. Blade Runner, nope. I didn't get a big hype. Uh, you mean Terminator? So, was how much time was between Terminator? Uh, they never stopped years. making Terminators. They yeah, never they stopped. Stop making them. <laughs> no. Right. And yes, they did. They stopped for a little while, and then Gene Gray. And when was the second one? Fury Road was kind of yeah. Fury Road was a a good so that's, one. That's a classic. Years, that's, I mean, so how many years are we talking about though? How many years not y'all twenty five? That's not twenty five. All right. Well, I mean, we about to get another. uh We about to get another. What's the LeBron joint from Jordan Space Jam? Space Jam. That's, that's, a 20 year that's 2025. Yeah, I just, like I said, I think and it's just stupid. I'll say this. LeBron is the GOAT. I okay, give that to him. That. He um, is the GOAT, but he cannot act. That, that Just to reuse, that was terrible. And Jordan could? Yeah. yeah Jordan, Jordan did better than LeBron. Yeah, way did better. better. Than LeBron. We Jordan haven't seen the movie yet. I huh? forgot that movie LeBron produced. It was like a rom-com. Yeah, yeah with, with uh, John Cena, right? 
Was no, it the one with he John was playing Cena? himself. No, he and was uh, himself. He was just somebody's friend. He's like the best friend. He did such like a that. good job in that movie that, you know, I, I think he probably can act okay, especially if he's being himself. But in this movie, he's supposed to be himself as well. And it's just, I don't know. I think it's the direction. Yeah, was it the John with Amy Schumer, the train wreck? Brain he like yeah. a best yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was okay. he was funny. Like they wrote good stuff yeah. for him too. Yes. But uh, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit because this kind of relates. Um, speaking of movies that were made down the line, uh, Sylvester Stallone will not return as Rocky in Creed Three. Um, I think it's probably a good move for Stallone if, if this yeah. franchise is going to survive. Uh, you know, it needs to stand on its own. Um, you know, Rocky's part in one and two is, is starting to dwindle but man what do y'all think about that and and do y'all what do y'all think of creed three in general something y'all anticipate i don't know man like i was excited coming off of the first one everybody was excited about the second one mm-hmm. but now it's like it, it's not gonna do what rocky did like you're not gonna be able to get seven out of this <laughs> <laughs> Nah, this is what they're gonna do, Jay. They're gonna introduce Rocky's grandson in in Creed three, and then they back <laughs> up with Rocky and call it something else. It's gonna be called <laughs> Balboa. Yeah, I, I don't know the last time y'all been in grocery stores, but I'm telling you, every magazine has Michael P. Jordan on there. Michael P. Jordan. Oh, that's his name. Who's that right? his cousin? Michael yeah. J. Jordan. Yeah. What's his, what's his name? Come on, y'all. What's this? B as in boy. Oh, but oh, you got B, it right. Yeah, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. He's on every cover, and to have a Rocky without Rocky, that doesn't sound not right. Rocky it's though. Not called Rocky. Free. I know, but you got to have Rocky in it. You that, don't. That, that, that's to the- be honest, like they could have technically not used him in the second one. Um, Man, and you need they, Rocky. They almost killed him off in the second one. So yeah. here's my take. Like, right, he damn, they died. <laughs> And I, I would love to hear how y- y'all think about this. Y'all remember, well, Jay, you may not remember, but Whatever. heavyweight boxing used to be like the biggest sport. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right? And and it was the biggest events when you had two heavyweight champions about to fight. And so Rocky coming out, sort of capturing that in thematic or cinematic form was, was sort of on par with the times. Heavyweight boxing ain't that anymore. I almost feel like they're just bringing this out through nostalgia, but I almost feel like you'd be better off doing a football movie. Mm. I know the NFL is funny about doing movies and, and lending their rights, which is kind of stupid to me. But I mean, even in the NBA and its popularity or MMA, like you could probably do something better by, by doing something that's a little bit more relevant right now. Yeah, like I when know. I think about Creed and just the setup for another big bout that he has, like people aren't even really tripping on bouts now. Right. Yeah, yeah, Mr. T, the the, the Russian guy, like we, we was pressed to see Hulk Hogan, you know, and, and then but you need Rocky in there. You need I'm a Rocky. He couldn't he couldn't he get past that point, me. could he? No. He just he went right back to it. I just can't. I can't let it go. He, he I need to the Italian voice. Y'all that is my Italian voice. You heard it. I'm Man. a Rocky. <laughs> Don't play with me. And I think they just gonna have rapping. to deal furthermore with his cognitive. The, you know deficit yeah, so man. he like right. pretty much would take over the film i think hey speaking of cognitive deficits if y'all haven't watched the father y'all need to go check it out with anthony hopkins excellent film see that's what i'm talking about we need to get back to some real good story writing the, fi- the film is only like an hour and a half long john molestation film right no it's just straight out here's dementia it's just straight acting 
and it's good mm. and it gives you it gives you a peer into the window of your possible future it certainly robs so y'all <laughs> might want to go check it out so y'all know how to handle and deal with him once he gets to that stage in his life right and i think that's important it's just giving us something different something we don't see a, a, a lot of times obviously we have seen people with alzheimer's in films but um, um, I'm gonna jump out there on a limb and let y'all know Anthony Hopkins is probably going to win Best Actor for this. A father? Yeah. I mean, is it a boxing movie or, or a priest no, movie? No. It's just a movie about an old man who's who's, who's <laughs> dying. Keep whose brain it a is going movie. bad. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad something came out that met your standards, John. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Never found something that. you were happy with that made you like made you feel fulfilled after watching it. Absolutely, man. Y'all need to get back to some stuff like something with some content, man. Bro, That's all I gotta yeah. say. Speaking yeah. of something that, that hopefully will meet your standards, uh, did y'all check out the Loki trailer? Um, yes, it came sir. out. It looked pretty good to me. Um, yeah. I know we've been talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we, and we reviewed WandaVision, but what are y'all thoughts on Loki and its potential to be like the next hit Disney Plus show? See, James, you're going you gonna to get on board, man. All this fighting and martial arts and all that stuff, it ain't where it at, man. You know, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. It's starting to go downhill, right? But stuff that make you think, you want to stop, look at it. You got to watch You got to watch each episode two or three times and see all the little cookies and Easter eggs and stuff they leave in the, in the trailer. Yeah, low-key, man. It looks like it's going to be low-key good. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. That was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible, but that's that probably was horrible, the that show. Hey, <laughs> I have a question. On the, on the chat with us, you guys kept talking about some woman that he's sitting down with. Who is that woman y'all talking about? Because I'm confused about her. They think that's Black Widow. No, nah, I, I, I actually posted who it was in the chat as well. You did who? Who? But, <laughs> but reading, reading, really, reading only goes so far, Law. Right, the first I thing you posted was just an image, like a quick capture on an yeah. Instagram post, so that he could, he could, he could sit and focus on that content long enough to see that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. words, Rob Brain, check out. Yeah, it checks if out. I see, if I see anything more than twenty-five words, I'm out. Twenty-five. So, you see anything more than twelve letters, you check out. <laughs> So who who is it that y'all claim that's on his rock? No, yeah, they think read, it's Lady man. Loki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is Lady Loki? Read. Now that's because we haven't been introduced to the content. Dane would know. Dane will tell you. We'll <laughs> say that one to Dane gets back so he can yeah. educate you. But I'm I'm very optimistic in the show. I like how they're setting up this whole situation. Seems like it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, truth be told, he wasn't one of my favorite, but you can't deny like the um, Loki character and the actor that plays him is is very um, charismatic and mm -hmm. and it's just interesting. Like every time he's on screen, something fun is happening. So like a whole show of that, even though it wasn't the one that I was anticipating the most, it looks like it's it's potentially going to be one of the best shows that we've seen so far on Disney Plus. So I'm excited mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, what I'm curious about, because we had this conversation uh, several times, is still how much, you know, is this going to connect or reconnect with the central universe? You know what I mean? Like, where does anybody have any clue or idea where Marvel is going with all of this content? Because I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to reconnect with what we've already seen. And so I'm curious, like, James, have you picked up on anything? Have you read anything? Any clue at all? Can I just nothing, watch low-key or not big. watching and be okay one way or the other? I think it's a little of both. I think they're going to try to make it so your casual viewer, mm -hmm. like my wife, can watch WandaVision but never yeah. have to watch anything else again. 
mm-hmm. you'll see little Easter eggs for us that like are into it. Like, so I think mm-hmm. if you didn't watch any of the series, you'd be fine understanding, but there'd be little key Easter eggs or connections that you might miss. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, especially if you go to see Captain Marvel and um, um, what's her name? Dame's girl <laughs> uh, uh, pops up. Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to introduce Monica Rambeau in the movie as well, but you'll have a little bit more backstory because you saw WandaVision. But I think they're going to try to do that balance so they can get viewers on the Disney Plus side and viewers Mm -hmm. on the um, movie side. But But we haven't had a movie in so long, it's going to be hard to tell. Don't you feel like the movie content suffers if they don't do a good job of reintroducing? So if Monica Rambeau shows up, if you didn't watch WandaVision and she shows up in Captain Marvel 2, and you're the person who just follows the theater, the film, you don't even have a Disney Plus subscription. Are you going to be like, who is this random chick? And why did she just show up? And how she got powers? Like, aren't those questions yes. going to annoy you? Yeah. Yes and no, no yes. but I think they'll do yes, enough but recap. it's designed to do that. It's designed right. so that's, that way you go back person. and watch the rest of the stuff. Like, that's why yeah. they do that like that. That's why they yeah. have that. Like, think about it. If you if you sell something and you know you're going to sell something similar three years down the line, wouldn't you put something together so that somebody has to kind of go, well, what is this? Oh, they did something previously. Let me go yeah. back and find out what that is. Like they're building that that way. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's cool because they kind of did it during the first, they kind of did it this way during the first four phases. But I think now we're getting things in the series. And I guess to your point, we haven't had a real movie come out forever, but mm-hmm. we're getting more in the series then we would be then we then we'd be able to get in the movie because right. you can give you can give six seven eight Easter eggs in one show of a series and you can probably you know if you give too much away in a movie you're giving too much away but you can break all that up and give you little tiny bits and pieces just as they do and they even have a really if y'all notice it's they even it seems like Loki is gonna do it more the way. WandaVision did where it's going to have us looking for Easter eggs and looking mm-hmm. for this and looking for that whereas Falcon and Winter Soldier it, it it gives them to you but it doesn't give them to you nearly the way that WandaVision did so I think Loki is going to go back and you know kind of feed us a different Play some way. stuff up maybe some yeah. questions people well, say that too yeah mm. yeah mm-hmm. I'm just I I, I'm just wondering, you know, like for the casual viewer, again, not of the not of the Disney Plus content, but of the the, the films, are the, is it going to be way too much now? Like, are you going to be required to be like, damn, I'm gonna have to go get this Disney Plus content uh, subscription and go watch all these shows so I can make sense of all this if I'm interested in making sense of all of them? Right. I yeah, and I will, think that's I... what it's going to be. That's what they're hoping for. But like, again, somebody like my wife, like she didn't even watch all the Marvel movies. She would watch it and just be like, who's this? Uh, that you know get a quick explanation and then keep you know keep it moving so i think that it's going to be both but i think they're trying to push people to want to be intrigued and look into it and start looking at these disney plus shows too especially your kids you know they start watching the movie and they say well who's this and then they say oh loki has a show and they're gonna be asking for that subscription well my son a little bit like you he want action so he be checking out on these, <laughs> on these disney plus content he like man when it call me back in the room with a fighting star daddy so i'm just, I'm just saying Corinthian, i can answer that question for you what's your favorite cd what's my favorite what cd what cd, CD. Talking about? musical cd genre or just uh, song. the hardest cd the one that gets you hard 
I'm like, what? Ah. Like, what? <laughs> Take that out. One that makes you think hard. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, 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 erase wow. that, man. Erase that. I'm, I'm wow. scared to drop a name out the head. I thought he said that. Somebody else walking answer that question. Man, that was a Freudian slip. Come on, yeah, John. You got to diagnose too. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me your. You tell me yours and make your point. Uh, God. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna probably say Sublime, probably Sublime. Uh, uh in Who's the artist? Uh, Bradley knows that he died from the group Sublime, um, or Sade or, or George Michaels. But wait, you I'm what I'm trying to say is these CDs have fillers. They have songs in there that maybe you might not like. You maybe like. But you have these hits as well, and I think that's what Marvel just filling our time right now. Like the B side. Yeah, yeah, I think these are the B sides because they definitely don't look like the A sides. Okay. Are you serious, bro? Even even now, and we'll talk about it when we get to the review, and we gotta move on. But let me just say this: even now, like this past episode, these past two episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier have been they've been second watch good. Like the first watch is just kind of like eh, but the second watch you kind of pick up on the things there being a lot more, there's a lot more subtlety in Captain Winter Soldier than there has been in, than there was in WandaVision. And I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people are just kind of like, eh, it don't grab me the same way. Yeah. Cause they're being really subtle about it, but let's keep moving. Yeah, I agree. But moving on, um, a Deadpool animated series um, that's going to be rated R has been considered for development at Disney starring uh, Ryan Reynolds. What do y'all think of Deadpool animated? And do y'all think this is a replacement for the live action or is this some, something that's going to supplement um, some Deadpool content, man? What's y'all thoughts? And I mean, I, I, I'm i like Loft. I'm not big on animation like I used to. Like Fist of the North Star, Ninja Scroll, they were classics to me. Well, this isn't an anime. It's just a cartoon. How about I say that? Uh, What's the difference? Y'all go ahead. I want to y'all explain a little bit more. I'm, I'm lost. Oh, man. The anime is the Japanese um, um, artistry that's like, you know, Ninja Scroll, Dragon Ball Z. Um, okay. uh, animated is just like the Batman animated series. It's a cartoon. It isn't the traditional Japanese anime art. So, so will this be Disney's first big rated R debut? Because that's, that's confusing. I, I don't understand. Because Disney... Uh... Well, I was going I was going to talk to that a little bit. Like I I know with you know the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like I've been noticing like Marvel been kind of pushing the envelope with sort of like blood and violence, mm -hmm. like slowly creeping. It's yeah. like a slow creep. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're working their they're working their way up to R-rated content that isn't going to be so much of a surprise for us. It's like yeah. a like I said, a slow creep and I don't know if Deadpool will be the first but I almost felt like when I heard this news, if it is true, I felt like the animated series might be a way to give us sort of an introduction yeah. to how Deadpool gets in the MCU. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pick you back on that. What I am, and I say this before, and I know I'm becoming an old man here, but I'm having a real hard struggle, excuse me, with uh, PG-13 films. Like, I'm almost ready to either make it PG or make it rated R. Don't give me something in between because I think with the in between, in between, they look at the guidelines and they say, how many times can we say shit in this episode before we we move it over to rated R? 
Oh, we got six shits we can use. All right, let's use every last one of them. Hey, don't say it again, and, man. And so, it, thank you. And so I'm sitting here with my son watching it, and I'm like, damn, that's like the fourth time they've been saying shit in this damn episode. And it's okay, like, now we're ready to R. He gonna be saying shit before the end of the day because he keeps hearing it. And so I'm like, it's not 13. Yeah, and he might <laughs> not catch not on to it. But, <laughs> like, that's the reason. But you see, see here's that's the a good point. But you're, here, here, but you're doing what Karen's do. Which is you let your small child watch something that they've clearly said is right. not meant for your small child to watch, and right. then you complain that it's adult content. Well, yes, they told you that beforehand. That's like if you drink a bottle, of, nigga. If you drink a bottle of bleach, it says on the bottle, "Do not drink." So if you right. drink a bottle of bleach, don't get mad when you get sick. But how are you gonna grow? How are you gonna grow up with these action figures, Jay? Just like we did, if he don't get exposed to it now, he gotta get exposed. Right. He is getting exposed, but right. that's what I'm saying. But that's what it comes with, though. I just got to accept that. Words too. Yeah, you got to accept it. Like, you you as exposed to... Think about it. You grew up in the we 80s. You watched already the content. Thank you. But if I was cursing, what you doing? No, John. No, no, wait, 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 wait. You want to share an experience that's not meant for him because you want to introduce him so that he has a shared experience with you and the things you like. You a grown man. He's supposed to be playing with Teletubbies and stuff like that and watching that. Right. You ain't trying to watch that. Nah. So you trying to speed up. You trying to speed up his development. And that's what comes with it. He's gonna Look, be saying curse words around. My now. favorite movie growing be- up was like Terminator, Cobra, uh, uh, Predator, Commando. Y'all remember Commando? Something Jesus. like that. Like real, we came from a different time, time, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, give a damn about how we was coming up. No, yeah, and I rated ours. How often do you see breasts anymore? Right. No, you just he was don't always see a it. sex. He was always a breast scene in every film. I got all that. It's a pass. It's not there yeah. anymore. Yeah. The best well, thing point. about Cobra is his last name was Cabretti. And then they're like, yeah, they call him Cobra. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you knew that. Uh, <laughs> Cobra was the shit, man. Damn, Come on, man. We had to see 17 now. We just went yeah. right I think we X now. <laughs> I might as well take my shirt off. Man, they, they, they had me a, running around my house with a car, an orange car with a Confederate flag on it. Just oh, you right, General Lee. What I was doing. <laughs> the love of General Lee, man. <laughs> Had I known, like, if um, I could have got that power wheel, I would have got that jump or Night Rider. I just ain't the night for it either. The break, but... man. The Night Rider with the brake. You got to hit the brake and turn hard so that jump yep. spin for you, man. When you, man, you what, get down the what, bottom what, of the hill. What's oh, up the with the wheel? plastic on the big wheels, man? Like, why do they always, like, end up, like, uh, flat ties? Like, yeah. holes would eventually just the, the, get the worn in them. Like, up. like, you know what? <laughs> you, you, wasn't, was? you wasn't riding right if you ain't have holes in your plastic wheels. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Like, right. And you had to put a, a soda can at the back of your tire on your, uh, on on your, your bicycle bike. so it yeah. sound like a motorbike. Kids nah, don't he know about stuff yeah, like that. Nah, nah, they don't nah, know that. Nah, 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 I never do nothing like that. Uh, the yes, card in the spoke. Yeah. Yep. So moving on. Um, Lupita and Youngo um from Black Panther uh basically is saying that um Ryan Kugler planned to honor um Chadwick's legacy um and that he would have wanted them to continue with Black Panther too. I know on this show we've kind of spoken about what they're going to do with the T'Challa character and whether they're going to recast him. Um, are they, are they going to make his sister, the new black Panther? What do y'all think about this news? Do you think it's something that um, Lupita and Coogler are trying to say, Hey, um, Chadwick would have been cool with someone recasting him or are they happy with the direction they're going by making the his sister? The, the latter. We're, we're going to get the latter. We want the former. We want them to <laughs> yeah. recast. What we're getting is yeah. we're actually honoring him and we're going to make his sister 
Black Panther. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, she's, she's she's gonna suck. So two things came out sort of that I watched that sort of speak to this. One was Angela Bassett was on either Jimmy Kimmel or something, and Dallas. he was yeah, and she was he was pressing her to sort of talk about there being a new Black Panther costume. Mm-hmm. And she said that was something I told you in confidence. <laughs> but then we heard we heard that. Um, this news also about uh, Lupita, and it sounded like, in reading what what she was speaking to, was just the fact that that he found he found a, a very good way and an awesome way to sort of honor Chadwick. That made me get a little bit more confident. But you know, like you said, John, like that's not what I want. I think this is just again a push from Marvel executives to ensure that they honor Chadwick by not having him recast right away. Um, but 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 just adding the news about the new suit and then sort of this thing about hearing that this is going to be a Wakanda movie where it's going to have everybody sort of joining together as a community. What what conflict they got to help with? I don't know. But it seems like maybe they're going to be opening a door to, to reintroducing the Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, interesting, yeah. too, because they have a Wakanda show um, that they were potentially shopping around. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. got greenlit. Yeah, so right. it's going to be a lot of. Um, stuff about Wakanda and, and a lot of stories, but it's a lot of stories to tell um, as we'll see when we get into uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I guess I'm just being greedy. Like I know that, that um, I don't mind Shuri taking the mantle of Black Panther. I just don't want it to happen this soon, man. Like I like T'Challa right. as a character mm-hmm. and I really like Black Panther and there's so much more that can be done with his storyline to cut it off short and just, you know, speed up the process. Yeah, and have Shuri man, take that the ain't mantle. being greedy. That ain't being greedy. <laughs> one play. Like, I never, right. you know, I, only get, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know him personally, but the 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 type of character that Chad with Bowles was, he um, what? he seemed like a guy that would want you to go on. You know what I'm right. saying? He would want. He doesn't. Well, seem that's like what they infer. So I'm yeah, inferred yeah. that that that's what he that he in fact that would have been yeah. his life. Yeah, 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 that's that they asked. He's a very unselfish but, person. So I, I think. If it would be nice to know that he talked to Coogler and, and, and said, no, dude, like, you know what's going on with me, man. Keep the story going. You know, like, just find somebody who can pick it up somehow. Yeah. Like, that's that, what I'm hoping. That, like, man, that's who what, knows? Maybe he did. I wish we could do a post. Wasn't it, wasn't it a petition or something, Ben? Yeah, um, yeah I was going to say, around? I shared that with y'all. I, I signed it and everything. I yeah, it. I did, too. <laughs> I'm serious about this, man. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody ever seen anything Recast. come up? Any petition that's been signed? Like I signed a lot of petitions. I've I I signed some petitions. I, I did the I did the Snyder cut joint. That actually is the only one. That's I've what's ever up. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah James, you got it done. I, I did it back when it first dropped. So yeah, yeah I, need, I think I need to promote that thing, man, because I want him recast real bad. And if anybody <laughs> knows why that's important, it would be Chadwick because right. you got to see the direct result of introducing Black Panther and what it meant to kids in the hospital and all these black kids crying and waking up wanting to be Black Panther. And now you just gonna have it be a Wakanda community. (laughs) No, it was Marvel's biggest movie. Yeah, ever. And it sucks, yeah. man. Like, but real talk, we were we were talking about some of the, the historical issues the black community has had. And you know, we shouldn't necessarily get our role models and stuff from TV, but we do know that, you know, it's a disproportionate amount of um black kids that don't have good male role models, man. So, you know, to have something that they can see on TV, kind of like Cosby 
the Cosby show did for us as kids, man, seeing a black doctor and, and seeing a different world where you saw like a black college, man, it was big. So for a lot of kids that have a black superhero that comes from a um, historical like um, kingdom and lineage, man, is, is mm. big, you know, so I, I just don't want that to be taken away. Not, and again, not, not just that, James, somewhere, somewhere where they, they weren't slaves, these people yeah. are. They have the best technology. Even we are got more. They're not money the minority for once. Right. Like mm -hmm. you know, no matter where you go the in the best world, technology in the world. Yeah. yeah. Like, because unfortunately, I mean, and that's just the way the world is. But fantasy, um, um, that's why we have it, and you know, so you can have a little bit of escapism. But you know, no matter where you go in the world, there are a few places that blacks aren't the minority. You know what I mean? Yeah. No yeah. matter what descent that you are, whether you're, um, you know, African, African American, or whatever it's going to be. It's, it's you don't have those opportunities. So to see a place where blacks are the majority and they're successful and, you know, they have like a rich heritage and they're wealthy, it's, you know, wait, it means wait, a lot, the, man. The most important part, though, James, they have a black king who's honorable, a very yeah. well upstanding man in the community. Yeah. And he doesn't get killed. Right. <laughs> yes. He doesn't die like he actually is successful. Exactly. Right. So, man. you know, and not only that, for that, man, I'm going to be honest. I don't think old girl that plays Shuri could carry a movie. No, let alone nope. To the franchise. Nope. Nope. Like we gotta talk about that too. Like at the end of the day, if they recast whoever they recast is going to have to be capable of, like even if they recast whichever way they go, the main the the main person is going to have to be able to not only carry that movie, but be able to hold their hold their own in the collaborative movies. And be able to hold down the rest of the Wakandan franchise for whatever. You, you know what, Jay? I never thought about that until you said it, and that's so true. Like she's not there yet, and right. no. not only that, we talk about Man of Steel a lot, and how you know perhaps WB was thinking that that was a billion dollar movie, right? And even though I think they might have made like six, seven hundred million, you know that they may have said, you know, this didn't meet what we thought. You know, we, we thought we could get higher from this film. Now you got a billion dollar film that really met that mark. You can't follow it up and not sort of come close to that. That that looks like a failure. Yeah. Yes. How successful the first one was and, and how hard it might be to replicate. You can't come back and make 500 million off of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's going to look, it's going to look, that's going to look bad. And yeah. I, I don't want this to be a Goonies too. Like it, it was never like you don't know, Jay. Like back in the day, that was like the bigger, biggest rumor on earth that there was a Goonies too, and it never happened. And I hope they just don't throw them on the back burner and just like let's just leave it alone. That and was, the, that was the weakest connection I ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> it was. It yeah, was. I think maybe yeah, you felt that right. way about Goonies. I, I, when you said it, I actually thought there was a Goonies too, and I missed it. I'm like, <laughs> about to tell me how right. terrible Goonies two was, and I was like, "Well, now I know why I missed it." And then you just yeah. went somewhere completely different. Yeah, I did. checked every day for Goonies too, man. Plus, that, that, there's no a, way, like they're not gonna it just made too much money. They're gonna have a Black Panther. It's just whether so? who who's gonna be yeah. in it and how good it's gonna be. Yeah, or they're gonna call it the Wakanda, whatever. But it's gonna be a sequel to Black Panther. They're already working on it like you know there hasn't been any denial that coogler's mm -hmm. working on the script and that they're moving forward with it it's just who's going to be black panther is it going to be t'challa is it going to be shuri is it going to be the community coming forward to help we just I don't know how, how would y'all yeah, kill him off though that's a hard one do you really kill him off do you give him a memorial like yeah, you did maybe. superman 
you know, JLA. Yeah, maybe what James was saying, like maybe they don't call it Black Panther 2, ultimately. Maybe that's the running title right now, but mm-hmm. maybe ultimately it is called something like Wakanda and they don't give us the expectation that it's about Black Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, I do you know. give them and, that and same the expectations, memorial? The expectations are not that it be as good, right? It's just a feeling. And it, you know, gets us to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one strategy that I think could potentially pull people in in a different way is if they really did introduce Atlanteans and Namor and them having sort of this battle. I just don't know how you explain how T'Challa's not involved. Yeah, You, you um, give him a memorial. <laughs> give him a Doesn't memorial. Work. I mean, it's hard on his wife, but you give him the same memorial. We watch Superman's death. I, just can't, I can't see them killing him off and then bringing him back. Yeah, yeah. He just died. He just right. died in the blip. You can't kill him again just because the actor died. Like, there's yeah. gonna be. I, I personally think there's gonna be some other explanation why he's not in the movie. So I don't know. Make I, him. So, they so, gonna make him blip back. He was in an airplane. <laughs> blip in the middle of the. <laughs> like, sorry, the shot didn't make it. <laughs> he blip back. <laughs> yeah, like I watched the NBA game or some college game where the referee like fell, fainted, bumped his head, and guess what? Two minutes later, they were playing again. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Come on, man. My, that, that my coordination ain't, ain't clicking. Like I'm saying, like like the game has to go on. It's money involved. Right. The, like if you out there hustling and your man get hit, you got to keep it moving. You can't Bro, just they stop gonna make another movie. No we know that much. They just say <laughs> we don't know whether they're gonna replace T'Challa or not. I don't Rob they got they gotta Rob, do it, man. You connect, Rob, you connect the dots like a nigga that's been drinking for six days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, stop. Nah, it's worse if I drink. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Rob, you connect the dots as bad as John does segways. Oh, <laughs> oh y'all implying I, I, I did connect dots. I said the game still goes on like a referee that hits his head on the floor. You said that after you said the referee thing, but we got to move on. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, Netflix has inked a deal with Sony, I guess, to include um, all the upcoming Spider-Man films um, on Netflix. What do y'all think of that? Do y'all think that's a, a big move uh, for Netflix to have the Spider-Man films? Would y'all have preferred them to be on Disney Plus or both? Or doesn't even like, matter to y'all? I feel like this is this is a divorce where they're trying to figure out who's going to get custody of the dog. <laughs> Not even the kid. Who's going to get custody of the dog? Like, they're just... it's That's what it feels like to me. Like, they may nah. there may be some underlying... They may I be... Think- I think Netflix. I think Netflix saw an opportunity to get some content that they don't have right now. That's mm-hmm. you know associated with Marvel. I think they probably ran some analytics that says when this new Spider-Man comes out, X amount of people are going to go back looking for Homecoming and looking for Far From Home. Yeah. And it was worth it for them to sort of invest and get this partnership together. Because I'll be honest, like I haven't been able to watch Far From Home because I think it's like on Epics or something yeah. that I don't have. And you can't watch it outside of that unless you rent it somehow mm-hmm. or buy it. And mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to revisit that movie like I can everything else. And it's clearly not on Disney Plus. So I, I, it, to me, it just seems like a good, quick little partnership to sort of get their views up uh, with some content they anticipate will pull in viewers from from the new release. Yeah. What's it called? Spider-Man what? Universe. No. <laughs> Absolutely the next not Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. Universe. Uh-oh. It got home in it. I just don't remember. Is it No Way Home? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I heard so many fake ones. I don't know what the real right. one was. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's no way home. I think they should they like it's like Law said, I think they, that's a good grant. I mean, then, then that one, you know, depending on the year or the terms of the deal, then that one will come back to streaming eventually after it's running the theaters. Mm-hmm. And they'll have that and they'll be able to benefit from it as well. And I have to say, if no one watches Fiddler on the Roof. You will be called Juicy Fruit from now on. It's been a while since we got a fiddler on the roof. It, it was. Yeah. And hold on a second. But then he muted himself like he was dropping a mic. <laughs> like, right. Go ahead, Juicy and Fruit. Hit the mute button. Uh, I know that's right, Juicy yeah. Fruit. Go ahead, Juicy so they, Fruit. They dealing with this. They dealing with this multiverse, right? In this movie, presumably. So people probably gonna want to go back and watch the Sam Raimi ones too, or. You know the Andrew Garfield ones, so yeah, that's a good point. I data, think about some that. data told them this is a good deal to make. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have animated stuff because Spider Friends is on uh, um, on Disney Plus. Spider Man yeah. and his Amazing Friends, that's yeah. on there. And, got the rights to that. Ah, so yeah, I didn't know that. So I think you know they're gonna probably get the new content because they can still do that with um, Spider Verse. They could do another movie with Miles easy. <laughs> I never knew what I never understood why Spider Man and Iceman was best friends and <laughs> in that cartoon, like because his name was Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Well, let's let's jump into the review of episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So who wanna kick it off? Man, that was twenty painful, long talking minutes. <laughs> Talking, glitched. <laughs> glitched. Talking, 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 like 20 minutes of just like, good God, when does the fight start? <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah. let, let, yeah, let him go in the room, please, so the fight can get yes. started. <laughs> Jesus Christ, let him go. Yes. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I, agree, I, I check into Captain America and Winter Soldier, or Bucky and the Winter Soldier, for fighting, right? Y'all told me to turn my brain off and watch the fighting. And I got a whole Lot of talking. That was for Godzilla. That was for Godzilla, man. You can't apply the same thing. Yeah, and you did get good a good fight. I thought the Dora Milaje fight was tight. Right. I was Uh, like, man, that's one of the best fights. This was one of my favorite episodes so far. Yeah, mine too. Well, why were he? I don't. I just. I'm not convinced that was the part of this episode, bro. Why wouldn't they just let? He knew he was on the clock. Like, why wouldn't he let him let her? Take them like so. You weren't just watching the fighting. Watch it. That sounds like plot to me. I listened to to the plot. I listened to that loose weak plot, and I sat and I waited and I said, "Well, how is this going to turn out?" And sure, but certainly it it did. They let him off the hook. And understand how? But I mean, I don't think Bucky would have intervened in there. He didn't know they had to back up fail safe to get that arm off his ass. That was dope. That was nice. Yeah, that you know? was tight. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know why they would have told him, but uh, what what part are you talking about specifically? I guess we should kind of back up and then yeah. we'll work through it. But uh, uh, before we do that, Jonathan, you were talking about they let him off the hook. You mean Zemo because he escaped? Yeah, they let Zemo. Yeah, they let him get away. They ain't let him. They, they was distracted by a fight. El Chapo the how they just how they so they so cold they can't be that distracted to see him try to run. I just throw a spear in his back and be done with it. They don't need them alive. But they're fighting expert fighters. They're fighting elite fighters as well. They was handling them. Why do they keep letting him kill people? So so Carly can't kill nobody. 
right? Right. They they chasing her, trying to chase her down. Meanwhile, the person that's their their tour guide is killing people along the way. <laughs> Who else? Yeah. Make that make I know sense. he killed um um the Nagel, scientist. The scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, then, you mean? And then he tried to kill Carly. That's what you mean. Right. 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 Yeah, but I don't yeah. think they knew about that. They didn't know that no, he was. No, they you didn't know. know. Because they, they lost sight of him. you have to know that. Well, they didn't anticipate it, but what I'm saying is, is you have to know that this dude right, wants right. to kill superheroes and super soldiers. So if you literally aren't holding his hand and you're just letting him roam free and cook breakfast and take a shower and you're going to sleep at his house, you're just basically yeah. letting him Why would him you eat, him? especially if you're Bucky, why would you eat anything he prepared, man? He offered you yeah, tea. Man. I ain't eating that, but he did. Yeah. But I just <laughs> he did, yeah. Like, man, he tried. Bro, and but, he um, offering people Turkish delight? That is the absolute <laughs> nastiest thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Man, shout out to my peoples in Turkey. Man, it has nothing to do with being from Turkey. That joint is nasty. <laughs> that was just bigotry on your behalf. What happened, hey, with, the little, what happened with the little girl that he was like, don't trust yeah, hold these on. people? And how come he pedophilishly, he pedophilishly asked, uh, asked her if she wanted some candy, and then she just gave him all this extra information, and then he turned around and gave her $500? That doesn't make you a pedophile. So you mean to tell me you wouldn't give a random kid candy? They've got quarters from some random guy from arcade. <laughs> and, and that guy yeah. from that arcade is the one that told me about Goonies too. That's why I was so intrigued with him. But what, what happened the, right. James, what happened at the beginning of the show? Because I really don't even remember. Yeah, I was going to say, episode. we back up. I think that was one of the key parts that I thought was interesting is that we knew that um, the Wakandians helped um, Bucky deprogram himself but they actually kind of showed some of that process and they showed the bond and i don't even know um what the the girl's name is but we saw that there is a little bond between the two of them we were joking before saying like oh man they probably hooking up or whatever mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. was one of the people that was influential in um deprogramming him and and making sure that those key words didn't activate the winter soldier so that was interesting and then it got to the point in the future when um, she basically agreed to give him eight hours, you know, because I don't know, because they're, of their friendship. Although, and they killed their leader. Right. But, you know, again, I, I, if you killed my leader, I might not give you eight hours. Yeah. She, <laughs> she did him a solid because it was him. You know what I mean? I yeah. think if it was anybody else, she wouldn't have done it. But at least that's what they want us to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and another thing I, y'all didn't notice and I told you was a thing. You have to go back to Older episodes, I don't know which one, when I said TT was a thing. And he said, what is that? I said, everybody know what TT is. TT was in the movie. Yeah, I, but said th- temp- I said Temple Touch. Right, but that ain't had nothing to but do with what they was talking about. That was about. his aunt. Yeah. Yes. Everybody has a TT. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I'm not even going down this Please rabbit hole. <laughs> Please don't. One of the oh. things I thought was cool, did y'all notice that Zemo kind of got his comic book looking outfit like minus mm-hmm. the mask he had like the fur yeah, coat the and like coat you know what I mean? like the shoulder joint yeah yeah like he looked like zemo he just i thought he was going to end up putting the mask on at some point but he didn't at least in this episode it might come down to well the next episode is supposed to be like an hour and five minutes long okay yeah oh wow so that's, that's yeah. good that's i don't like the mask at all they look like kane they're gonna need it I forgot watching this, it was only six episodes, so they had to speed things up a whole lot. It seemed like it just sped up right at the end. So we can see the transition with your boy. Goodness, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that was one of the best parts. What's the prediction after he takes it? Like, what happens in the comics after he sneaks the super serve? I know you said he turns the first agent. 
No, in the comics, he turns the first agent. So what happens after that? Like, what what do we expect from him? Is he rogue? Is he bad? First agent. That's what y'all first said, right? Agent? Special agent? U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent. There you go. Y'all say he turns a U.S. agent, but is U.S. agent a bad guy in the comics? I really don't know much about him. Yeah, he's a bad guy. It's kind of like what he is now, like the anti-Captain America. They tried to replace Captain America. You can't replace Cap because he's got that fighting spirit and that wholesome personality. No other Steve Rogers. So it's going to be along the same lines. And you see he's darker. I thought that was a pretty good ending. I mean... The action has been there, and I really this this show has made me like Mackie more. But I hate to be of uh, uh, Captain Cynicism like Jonathan. It's just the plot and the oh. story writing is just lacking. Um, and I don't know, you know, maybe because they went with the buddy cop thing, and that's my expectations threw it off. Because I was expecting a continuation of Civil War, a continuation of Winter Soldier, and it being in that vein, they kind of went with the buddy cop thing. They finally letting um, Bucky get loose a little bit, Damn. but the the show um, plot lines is just like they're hey, not really things you know, that you think are plausible. You know what I, I mean? It's like you gotta for, suspend some, really react, some disbelief. Yeah, speaking of Bucky getting loose, was that the five point palm exploding heart technique she put on his on his arm? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly that what like it was. Bill joint, right? <laughs> but she stuck yeah. a piece of her staff into his arm. But I, I do like the it. action, man. And it is, it is, a, I am um, entertained by it, but I was hoping for more of a deeper thing. And it might be because we're coming off um, one of my expectations from the other movies, but we're also coming off WandaVision when we were yeah. looking for all these extra deeper mo- meanings and stuff. Yeah. If this had come first and then WandaVision, we might be looking at it differently, especially was this, this was right after Black Widow, too. So we'd have had Black Widow, then we'd have had this, and then we would have had Wanda. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been different, but I'm liking it. I just, I wish the plot was a little bit more solid. Like, again, some of the stuff with Zemo is, you know, a little bit unbelievable. They would keep a better reign on him. You know, you would think they wouldn't just let him kill the guy. And then, you know, now you're letting him talk to kids without being there. Like, you should be right, right there when he's, you know, talking to this mm-hmm. child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was the dude that said he didn't trust Captain America because of how America changed was the same dude, the same dude that got killed by Captain America. Like, the dude that said he used to be a fan of Captain America and then America changed Mm -hmm. is the same person that got got killed by Captain America. Okay. Like, it's just, they're doing a lot of that. Where they're, what's up? No, I'm going to keep it funky with you. I'm I'm still talking. I'm sorry, Um, go ahead. But... (laughs) But no, nah, like just whole slap me. Go ahead. You, may, you saying they're trying to make some type of they're trying connections to, to they're, things. They're doing all the symbolic they're doing, stuff. They're doing all of the the that's why I said this was one of my favorite episodes, because when you go back and watch it and pay attention to all the subtleties that they're doing, those they're doing better than they're doing everything else. I think so. If anything, if I if I had to diagnose why why the story seems to be lacking. It seems to me like it's one of those things where they're trying too hard. They're trying to make sure the 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 small detail that you that you can kind of catch piece together really really well. But if you pay, you know, it's like picking up pennies on the way to the bank. Like if you pay attention to all the small stuff, then the overall picture ends up suffering a little. And that may be what it is. Because yes, I would like more action, 
but it's like, and I think the story could be a little tighter, but if you pay attention to those small things, it's like, oh, that's a really cool, like the image of the last image you see in the episode where you see Captain America with the shield. And when you look up at him, the American flag is backwards. Like the patch yeah. on his shoulder, the American flag is backwards. Oh, I, like, I actually enjoyed like a lot of that imagery. Like I thought it was dope with the blood on the shield and yeah, and, yeah. and that is a good point with the um the person that had a little bit of faith in America and, and you know some of the things that they're trying to um with everything going on in the world and protests and do you trust government and this and that. But uh and and you know they're trying to make Carly a sympathetic terrorist, um, which almost makes me a little nervous because it's like yeah. almost you know, in in the world that we live in, man, like I don't want to be giving inspiration to you know any radical terrorists, and you know, but um, it it does give you a little bit of backstory for Carly, and I did mm-hmm. like the little heart to heart again. Mackie's doing a good job, yep, like that heart to heart that they had. That was really yeah. good. Um, I was like, okay, like well, it, he it was believable. Her into that, and she was like, yeah. well, now you're making me sound like, a, and he was like, like exactly, what? yeah. Like I didn't make that you was real good. I asked you a question, and, you walked into it. And and that was another point that we um, failed to, to to focus on too, or they're not doing a good job of reminding us that that Nemo is a mastermind, and I yeah. think he's manipulating these guys, but they just didn't do a they're not doing a good job of conveying that. Like they gotta, you know, it almost just seems like I, I don't know, I don't. It just seems too obvious. Like he's not doing anything to manipulate them, but we're supposed to believe that he's somehow getting yeah. them to have him escape or using, you know, they're using him to get the super soldier serum, but he's also using them to get rid of um, super soldiers at the same time, but they're not doing a good job writing wise, making it seem like Zemo is in control at any time. I, I don't know. That, that's the only part. Like they should reel him in better. Yeah. Oh, they, Zemo. They should reel Zemo in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he's I playing think a good reason. role, man. I think he's, he's solid. So yeah, far. he is. But if I broke you out of prison, Rob, and I know that you're a criminal and you want to kill all super soldiers, I'm just not going to let you run around yeah. without yeah. having a tight rein on you. And like Lof said, you already killed the scientists. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to, you know, I'm going to be right next to you every step that you go. I'm just not going to let you go off Roll and do out. your thing. Okay. You know what I mean? I have a leash on you, a, a, a handcuff, something like that. Like, you know, if I broke you out of jail, a tracking I'm device. Certainly, yeah, and I'm and I'm certainly not just gonna let you walk up and talk to kids. Like yeah. I'm like there's certain things to your point. Like yeah, you you broke like you're out of jail. You were in jail. You're out of jail, and there are people who are trying to put you back in jail. So why are they? And maybe they're doing all of this to give him all of this leeway to give him all this space so that something can come in and you know that they can have something you know how marvel tries to do where they lead you in one direction and then they turn around and there's oh this person that we wasn't expecting and stuff like that so maybe that's the direction they're going and and it's it's that lethal weapon three with chris chris rock or 48 hours there was a lot of stuff in there that you you know axel foley not axel foley man what was his name in 48 hours man Uh, um, nick nolte hammond Oh no, Reggie was it? Re- no, was it Reggie? Or it was, was Reggie something. But yeah, they yeah, they, they they they, they gave Black him a Man. lot of leeway. You know what I mean? That again, you broke a guy out of jail, like he's running around. It's yeah. just certain stuff that in some of these buddy cop and cop films that you have to suspend some disbelief. I just didn't expect that from this story or from Marvel. Like I kind of wanted a little yeah, bit. Bucky should have had a tighter grip, especially when tighter grip when the girl uh, came up, the woman came up to him, yeah. or yeah. even. 
even Falcon, man, like he's the more of the do-gooder. Like I can see Bucky being like, yeah, some people got to die. You know, you got to uh, break some mm-hmm. eggs to make an omelet. But Falcon is kind of like the the bleeding heart, you know, by the book, more like Captain America person in this yeah. story that we have. Mm-hmm. And it, at least have, have them have a, a knockdown, drag out argument about it. Like once he killed somebody, uh, Falcon should have been more upset, in my opinion. But they yeah. kind of just shrugged it off, like you just killed him, and it's like, yeah. all right, don't do it. And again. destroying the serum, like the serum should have raised, it, like, oh, hold up, chill out, man. We could have used it or gave it to somewhere else. You they know what I'm saying? Know he destroyed it like that. So you know, it's interesting. We're gonna miss this part and get. I'm sorry, my voice, y'all. Lost feedback, but when he asked uh, Falcon if you had an opportunity, would you have taken the serum? <laughs> and his yeah. response: Are you drinking Corona? <laughs> Yeah, but um, not Heineken. But I definitely Corona. was interested in seeing whether what his response would have been. So, yeah, I, I thought okay, that was funny. John goes out like, like you anyway, bro. But made me think of love. Like, yeah, they ain't giving him that the syrup. Yeah, but, but check, but check this out. Check this out. All right, we gonna have to state the obvious. The black guy that was his name Battleship. Yeah, Battleship. Yeah, okay, he sank, bat- he sank, sank his Battleship. Yeah, battle. What'd you say, Julian? Battlestar, man. Battlestar. So, okay, we had Battlestar. Star. 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 We had Battlestar. He looked weird, man. Is it his eyebrows? It was it was distracting to me. Like, did they like drawing his shape up? Maybe because I had a disastrous moment with his shape up. And like, (laughs) you love to look into your actor's eyes, (laughs) lips, and chest area, man. Man, But I think he did have like makeup or something on. Like, he has like dark lashes or eyebrows. But I think he had like makeup or something on. But you noticed it, right? But that's the point you go to. But I thought you were going to talk about Battlestar's death. Like, no, his death was weak. Sidekick, you know. Nah, when he ran into the wall and the way his head dropped. Eyebrows. And see, the, the problem the problem the I have with that is I haven't been convinced yet that um, their relationship or friendship was so deep that it would drive right. him to go mad yeah. from his death in that moment. And that's yeah. where I'm talking about where the writing suffered, hell, has suffered for this show. They it's were intimate so in the beginning, though. Yeah, and I did get it. Like they, they, they are best friends, and he seems to have known him for a long time. But yeah, some of those relationships, I get what you're saying, do seem rushed, but, and they haven't had that. Like they didn't have that moment together where they were talking about, like you know, remember when we were in that battle together? And I, you know, what I mean, something where it shows what their bond was. Them talking about how they were well, as kids. Well, they talked about it. They talked about it on the battle, being on the battlefield. And that's when the yeah, conversation but came not up. not together. He was talking about- But they didn't show about, it. You know what I'm right. saying? They didn't show me saving you or whatever it is that create that bond. Well, together- that, that was the, That's where, now, that's where now, it suffered. And could like, y'all tell, like, it's Marvel, them, so- Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, do the flashback of them yeah. being in service, mm-hmm. showing their platoon, getting blown up by IED or whatever it is, and then the two of them having been only two to survive out you know, in, 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 in the desert by themselves or whatever it is. That way I can see that bond being created and the trauma that they went through. So now when he dies, it makes a lot more sense. It's a whole lot more convincing. Just wasn't convincing. It was forced. Yeah. It was I forced think I like their bond as it does seem like, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Do, do y'all think he's dead for, you know, it's Marvel. Like, is he, like, is his back going to be broken? He going to be crippled? Or y'all uh, think he is? He's no. dead. I think he I did. I thought so too, but Marvel's no, weird like that, that man. Nah, like, I mean, yes, they are weird like that, and I think that's the reason they killed him the way that they killed him, uh-huh. so that just in case 
right. they needed that <laughs> that that safety valve, they could go. Yeah, he all right. The 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 suit saved him. It had something yeah. reinforced spine no, or something. No, no, Doctor like, J. The way he dropped his head that second time was so weak, so like it was to tell you that he was dead. He just hit the wall that. and he does like this. I understand that, but to you know? like, yeah, that like he James he that he serves no purpose to bring him back though. Like, nah, what purpose? Did, yeah, we got doesn't. no real attachment to but, that character. Nobody's gonna be clamoring for Marvel. Yeah, but I didn't even mean like that. Star. But you know, he's in the hospital bed, and you know, he's on life support, and he goes to visit him. <laughs> it should have been me, brother. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, man, I this guy was dead, man. How he was that? That was blood sport or kickboxing. Which one was it? So I just, you know, because again, Marvel doesn't necessarily like to kill people, and Disney doesn't like to, but. Yeah. If they did kill him, I like and, and you know again, if you got kids that are watching this, that might be not might not be the direction that you want to see. But I like how they killed him, and then they showed what I, I don't know how the guy would have survived when he killed him with the shield. But we then we still see U.S. agent or Cap two or uh, whatever you want to call him, John Walker, kill somebody. So it's definitely mm -hmm. ramped up the violence, but. Yeah, right. but now, we didn't show it. It was implied. So yeah, that's how you but seeing that it. blood, that was still good. Yeah, Sometimes your blood, imagination is yes, better. Yeah. You know, my, my son even uh, on that thread still picked up on that as well. He said, "There's blood, daddy." So is he dead? <laughs> yes, son, yeah. he's probably dead. But yeah. but all the more reason why we need T'Challa because there's not many uh, black superheroes left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now, it's it's. I think I thought it was, you know. Fitting that they did the whole V for Vendetta joint where everybody was filming yeah. while Cap was beaten. And that the fact that Cap stopped, like Cap had time to notice that everybody was filming and still beat the dude to death. Now, I didn't like the fact that um, when Carly punched Battlestar, mm. he seemed so surprised that he flew that far. Like she seemed so surprised that that happened. Yeah, it was like definitely like they, and I was going to touch on that too. Like, I know that you want to make these villains and stuff relatable, but I also just sometimes want an evil villain. Like, they mm -hmm. wanted to make her killing of Battlestar accidental so she could say, Well, I didn't mean to do that and set off these chain yeah. of events. But I would have just liked it if she just hit him, like, got angry Thank you. and just kicked him in the wall. Like, she's technically, well, the bad guy, at least to this point. You know what I mean? I don't know if she'll mm -hmm. be the overall, but. Sometimes I just want a villain to be a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just give man. us a real bad guy. They're trying to do too much, trying to keep them. Oh, we don't want anybody to go too dark and be too. Yeah, they want to. Nah, make her you know friendly. what? Villain is a villain. Like, look, you—that's what you are. Yeah. So, any thoughts villain. on who the villain really is? Y'all still think it's Sharon Carter, or y'all think somebody else? I don't think it's Sharon Carter. I think what's the little? What is his? Uh, the dude that turns into a computer. Like. Man. When he eats yes, hot dogs and spicy but, stuff, but in the comics, he turns himself into a. He uses. He turns himself into like AI. I I definitely think turbo. Um, no turbo. Not tur That's what it is. It's turbo. No man. That was his name, though, right? I'm done. It's a yeah, rap. I don't know what you're talking about, Rob, but it's not doesn't have nothing to do with the Marvel universe. Exactly. Every time he ate a hot dog, he turned into a, like a Corvette or something. This is it. This is the one right here. This is the line. This <laughs> That's is Turbo Team. That was Turbo yeah. told you. I, I told you. But Turbo Team wasn't Marvel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Sorry. This and is, he wasn't in the Marvel universe. He wasn't at all. You're just randomly naming people at this point. Like 
this is the shark and we have jumped it. Like, that's uh, what this was. Hold up, hold on, hold on. Before you end the show, we got to make a very serious hold on, let announcement. Jam, before you yeah, start, yeah, let James right. finish what he's saying. Oh, yeah, sorry, you're man. talking about Zola, Aram Zola, that was, yes, you know, in the Zola. comic book, he got the big computer in his chest yes. or whatever. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get Red Skull or something that has to do with the, the you know, Black Widow and, and Hydra and all that stuff, mm-hmm. or possibly Zemo. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, ways that this could go and and we still haven't figured out who the power broker is like um, think about it. they did like the, the little thing the old school matrix thing where they're communicating through the uh through the the non-interface uh mm-hmm. computer screen yeah where it's nothing but text and they're going back and forth like i could definitely see it being zola yeah now, what did y'all think? We kind of touched on it a little bit, but I thought it was interesting the conversation that Battlestar and John Walker had about would you take the serum? Um and how uh Battlestar was like, Yeah, heck yeah, I take it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. take it. He kept it real, you know, and, and you know, basically it's gonna enhance what already what personalities you already have, you know. So right. basically, if you're Steve Rogers, you're just gonna be more Steve Rogers. Um, I, I thought that was a good scene and I thought it was interesting that um Falcon didn't hesitate. Like he was like, nah, I wouldn't take it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's comfortable in his own um, skin. I think I think what I've noticed with Marvel is and most it's it's really a common theme just in general, is a lot of the villains think they're entitled to something. And that's what motivates them and the heroes are trying to prove that they're worthy of whatever it is that they're doing. So it's like, it kind of, it kind of plays out, which I, which I understand why they're doing Carly the way that they're doing her so that she could technically be on both sides. But yeah. Do y'all think it's a chance that they turn flag smasher into some sort of like uh anti-hero down the line? Yeah. I mean, she's getting a lot of screen time. She's good. I actually like her. I actually like her a lot. She's really good at what she does. I don't know. I think the actress is kind of lacking a little, but... They're actually using British cameras, I can tell. If you watch BBC as much as I do, you'll notice that... that I don't know if anybody watches BBC watches <laughs> as much as you do. You yeah, you can let it in the show. You hey, y'all killing me, man. Oh, you're like, okay, I, I got the BBC app on my TV for the British wow. Broadcasting Network channel, and they use that same type of film, and I can see it. So that might be throwing you off as well. It's a different type of camera that, that, that they makes their acting different. Yeah, that makes their like, acting. Camera. The camera has Amazing. 15 pounds. Hey, the camera takes away like two-thirds of your acting ability, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, so so we have two episodes left? Of yeah. Five yeah. Episodes? Okay. So the next one is supposed to be over an hour, so I'm assuming the last one is going to be over the, it, they said it that same garbage uh, with um, WandaVision, man. That next episode going to be an hour just like this one was. 45 <laughs> and, minutes time. And when does Loki officially start? May? Yeah, in nah. May. Okay. May 11th. So, yeah. But see, but they moved, three weeks, they moved, they they moved little... your girls filmed, so that should have right. come out in the theaters. Yeah, hey, I got a question. Oh, yeah. So what are they going to fill that time with then? Not yeah. this no. Uh, guess yeah, what? A movie we really don't sh- a show we don't shout out that much. A uh, snowfall. We need to start doing a review on that. That is a we will good show. Over. Oh, that's how we doing it. Ain't nobody tell me. Go ahead. We said it on the show. You don't. Yeah. And we talked you about it. Read. Just we weren't all watching it at the same time. 
uh, kind of like you, you watch four seasons in three weeks. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. you missed the snowfall. But, you know, it would have <laughs> been hard to do it episode by episode. But uh, yeah, gotcha. we definitely dropped the ball with that because it's that is a is a, a awesome show. Yes, yes, yes. It's better than Winter Soldier and Falcon. He was in there for like two minutes. They shot him in the back of the head or something. I know. But, but I guess there. that wraps Falcon and Winter Soldier because Rob just uh, ADD kicked in. Yeah, he did. He did. Watch conflicted. The review we're doing. Watch <laughs> conflicted on Amazon, the realest movie I've seen. Go ahead. All right, so this time. is it right here. Hold up. Before you get finished, we need to discuss something very serious. This is very serious to the listeners. Because we're able to have this show and it continuously running, we have people like Dane and Loft that go out and pop their coochies to have this show continuously running. So let's give them a big shout out. They ain't gonna kill this man when he gets yo, back. Yo, they ain't gonna be at your house, dog. Where's Loft? No, forget They're no supporting us. Hey, hey, John, forget when he get back. As soon right. as this episode posts, Dane right. gonna be like, dude, you said what? We can, <laughs> only thing that might happen, Dane might not listen all the way to the end. If you don't make it to the, to the <laughs> end, if Loft don't make show, it to the end, I get away with this, yeah, right? Dane Loft, no, Loft will make it to the end. You're gonna hear something about Loft. Loft's gonna be in the house for real. He's gonna be in the house for real. Yeah. So, with that, this has been another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe. Once again, we have been derailed by the one and only Rob. Y'all make sure y'all check us out on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Black Cinematic Universe. Catch us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify. We out there. Check us out. Yes. Y'all have a safe flight home. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Right. Peace. Peace.